Portions of KDKR programming do not necessarily reflect the views of this station, its management, or staff. Prudent Money with Bob Brooks is sponsored by the Prudent Money Foundation on 91.3. Well, could we have some surprises this year? Today we're going to take a look. Stay tuned for Prudent Money. Bob Brooks, and you are listening to the Prudent Money Radio Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. You know I do appreciate it. Listen, if you have a question for me, I want to make sure that you know about what resources are available. All at prudentmoney.com. Just go to the website. You'll find a lot of resources there just in general. But if you want specific resources, you can go You can to the Ask Bob section and the Q&A and send me an email. And I will answer your questions. I get a lot of I get a lot of questions that way. I love to get your uh, what you're thinking about, what's uh, concerning you, what what uh, inf- information that you need for advice, and get you taken care of. So that's just through the email. If it's something that goes a little bit more involved than that, and it could be simply, uh, hey, I, I don't know if I'm invested right. I'm concerned about my risk level, whatever it might be. But I need a little bit more. Uh, uh, information. We can always schedule a phone call and uh, there's no cost or no charge to that, no obligation to that by any stretch. And uh, you can click on and on the uh, website as to a time that might work for you. We'll, we'll coordinate that uh, best we can because that is always kind of a fluct- uh, uh, changing aspect of, uh, of my day of when, when uh, time's available or not. But we'll figure it all out and get you get you set up on a phone call and uh, get your questions answered. So that is all at prudentmoney.com. One of the things I wanted to do today was clear up some confusion about what a lot of we were talking about yesterday. Uh, Chuck Bentley was on the program, and uh, always just uh, what a blessing it is to have him as part of of prudent money he comes on once a month and uh, chuck is the ceo of crown financial and crown is uh i mean they're they're changing so many lives uh, in the study of stewardship money and god and uh, how it all works and uh, I've, I've had the uh, the pleasure to teach that course at, uh, at, at my church for, I think I did five, f- uh, five or six times, and uh, just saw God work and change a lot of people. And, of course, they're doing this all over the world. It's in a lot of different languages. And uh, so but I consider us very fortunate to have a guy like Chuck speak into the program once a month. I feel very, very blessed to have that. And... Yesterday, we talked about a year of change and what could be coming to this country. And I, I just, I was thinking about, about it, and I, and I don't think that I gave enough explanation for a, to lay a foundation for what we talked about yesterday. So it could have, could have come across a little bit choppy and and or uh, 
segmented. And I wanted to make sure that I laid the groundwork today and talk a little bit about what led up to the, uh, to the discussion of what we talked about yesterday, which was the seven gray swans. And this is a book that is uh, it's a small book. It probably, you could probably, probably read it in literally two hours. I love books like that because uh, it's not often easy to have to take the time to read a, a, a big involved book. I mean, if you're like me, I wish I, I had more of that gene in me to read more because I love to read, but I don't read enough. And the book, why I like it is it's about what you need to, to be watching, trend, a trend that is developing. Everything from digital currency to all kinds of different types of socialism. And like I said, there's seven trends that he's identified. He, he wrote that book four years ago, and we keep coming back to it at least once a year to talk about what has developed, what has changed, what is advancing. And it's important that you know what a gray swan is versus a black swan. A black swan, in fact, let me, let me back it up and, and do it, uh, say it a different way. A gray swan is something that you know about, that you see developing, and uh, you're, you're watching it form before, you, before your very eyes. And that's what they call a gray swan. A black swan, and I've, I, I've never addressed this with Chuck if this is, if this is the proper interpretation, but one of the interpretations of a black swan is it is something that happens because of the development of the gray swan. And a black swan is the, the, the whole thing that, wow, didn't see that coming. We, we talked a lot about that with the financial crisis in 2008 where we thought that it was going to be all, you know, the, the financial crisis was, was going to come about because of the real estate bust, when really the problem was was much deeper into the system, the economic system, to where it was those toxic mortgages, and uh, almost almost took the system down. But nobody really saw the black swan coming there, and this is what happens. And you know, it, it's it's one of those things where. The gray swan is something that is bound to knock the, the country or the culture or, or the, the, uh, the markets or whatever off kilter a little bit so they're out of balance. And when they're out of balance, that's a, that's a time when you see the whole concept of a black swan occurring. And so... I would take that same, and actually Chuck did talk a little, a, a little bit about this. I would take that same concept and apply it to this year as we watch politics unfold. And because uh, I don't think, that, I think that this, this particular year has the potential to be unlike anything that we've ever seen. 
And I think that it's, it's important as stewards of what God has blessed us with to be good stewards over, that we pay attention. And I always go back to the two verses that are what I call the verses of risk management. And that to me is paying attention is, is, is doing proper risk management. And the two verses, and uh, this, always, this always blows my mind when I think about uh, two verses like this that are word for word, five chapters apart in the same book, which happens to be the book of wisdom, Proverbs. Proverbs 22, 3, 27, 12, two identical verses. A prudent person foresees danger and takes precautions. The simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences. I would definitely encourage you to be the prudent person and just preparing yourself for what could be a black swan event. So, this is not, what I'm about to talk about is not a for or against or any a yes or no or anything like that as far as political candidate goes. I think it's, uh, it's all, it's such a broken system. And uh, at the forefront of most of our problems, if we, if you really had to look at, look at it very, uh, uh, if you looked at uh, the details of what's what goes on and what happens, but it, you know, it dawned on me that there are several scenarios that could occur, and one of which you may think I'm, uh, that I've lost my mind. I'm just telling you what the chatter is, what the rumor mill is. It could be nothing more than a conspiracy theory. It, it, it's what it is. But it, it's something that's, you know, the thing about a, a conspiracy theory is there's parts of it that just seem like could not happen. This seems like it could happen. So here's the scenarios. Trump is the candidate and he wins. That's what the stock market thinks is going to happen. That's what the market wants to happen. I would suggest that if that doesn't happen, we're going to have real problems with the market. That's good. That's going to be a wake-up call. Trump is the candidate, and he loses. There you go. That one. That one uh, has got. You know what? Uh, a lot of things that happened last time. You know, you start mind starts uh, running wild with what could happen there. Biden is the candidate. That just seems so highly, you know, I work in probabilities. So what's the probability of, of Biden being the candidate? I just, I just uh, and what makes a lot of these scenarios so real, I just don't know that I can see that. I'm, I mean, there's, there's a lot of issues, none of which we have to get off on to. I think you know what I'm talking about. But there's, uh, there's, there's a lot of question marks could even make it through a campaign season. And uh, a lot of the of um, what I think are obvious cognitive uh, issues, but uh, that is a scenario. Uh, President Biden, 
stays the uh, candidate for re-election. And you know, what's interesting is to, we'll, we'll get back more to this here in just a second. Hey, this is Bob Brooks. So we are up against a break. Stick around, I'll be right back. Dynamic, practical, life-changing. There's no point in going to church and not letting the Christ who gave birth to the church on the day of Pentecost change your life. Join us each day as Pastor Paul Shepard applies the timeless truth of Scripture to everyday life. It's Destined for Victory on this great station. Weekday afternoons at 3.30 here on Bible School Radio, KDKR. Hi, I'm Jan Markell, host of Understanding the Times. We're very excited to be a part of Bible School Radio. I hope you will join me Saturday, 10 a.m. for cutting-edge guests and the latest information to help you discern the truth, even the inconvenient truth. We'll help you understand our times and contend for the faith. That's Understanding the Times, Saturday at 10 a.m. right here on Bible School Radio or anytime at olivetreeviews.org. Hi, I'm Jill Taylor, inviting you to join me each Saturday morning at 11 o'clock for Choose Life Radio. You'll hear people from across America sharing their stories of faith, forgiveness, redemption, and restoration. Choose Life Radio will encourage you to fully appreciate the gift of life. You may also find help for you or a friend in need, so please join me Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock right here on Bible School Radio 91.3. Welcome back. This is Bob Brooks, and you are listening to the Prudent Money Radio Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. You know I do appreciate it. You got a question for me? A couple ways you can get those questions answered is uh, number one is go to prudentmoney.com. There's a section called the Ask Bob section. Send your question in, and we will get that taken care of for you. Do answer all my questions. So uh, if you didn't get an answer, it could be because went into spam or you know one of those lovely things. So prudentmoney.com. Second thing you can do is you can schedule, get on my schedule for a, a phone call. There's never any obligation or cost to that. And I can help you out with something if it's a little bit more, if it's a little bit more detailed than just a, uh, a couple of emails. So that's all available to you at the website at prudentmoney.com. We're talking about the different uh, ser- scenarios that could play out and what that could mean for the country. And I, I start with first one. Trump is the candidate and he wins, which is what the market thinks. Trump is the candidate and he loses. I don't think that the market's even remotely ready for that. Biden is the candidate. We talked a little bit about, um, well, that's a little bit of a problematic potential scenario. Biden is not the candidate. Now, this is where it gets interesting. And like I said, I've, I'm just telling you what, uh, what I've been reading and seeing more articles of. If you go and you Google it, I mean, it's unbelievable what comes up. The rumor, though, and I don't like to deal in rumors. I just, once again connect the dots, and it's such a viable possibility 
the candidate could be Michelle Obama. She, from a popularity standpoint, you could, you could, you could uh, put her in at the Democratic convention and it would work. If you Google search it, it's all over the internet. Now the factcheck.org and these different uh, organizations, they say there's no way that this could happen, there's no sign of it happening. I'm sure that this is not, at this point in the game, that they're not, they're not uh, I mean, it's not gonna be obvious. There's a lot of people who would, uh, who would like to see Barack Obama back in the White House. I mean, can you see where this would, well, I'll get to what this, what this means, just a second. And like I said earlier, Biden doesn't look like someone who's campaigning. The next, the, other, the only other scenario is if Biden doesn't uh, run is uh, a candidate that's in politics like the uh, governor of uh, California or somebody like that. My point being is that there are a lot of gray swans amongst us, a lot of digital currency, socialism, a lot of things that could happen. And what I tell people that send me emails concerned about is the government going to take my 401k plan? Is this going to happen or is that going to happen? Is the dollar going to crash and, and not be the currency of choice? The, there's probabilities of, of a lot of things happening. Of any of these things, they all have a probability to them. The key to understanding it, though, is that you've got to have the right environment for something like that, especially the extreme issues, to happen, if they happen at all. You know, and I'll give you, an, I'll give you a, perfectly, a, a perfectly good example that, uh, you know, the politicians are pushing for Electric, electric vehicles, that, and, and, and that's how we're going to get rid of gas stations. We're going to get rid of uh, gasoline uh, <clears throat> cars that run on gas and all this. How's that coming? Because they, that, uh, that, that prediction, and, and by the way, I heard that prediction four or five years ago, and it's according to that prediction four or five years ago, it should have already started to happen. And we don't have the infrastructure for that. And I, I'm not sure that we could ever get to a point to where we have. I mean, it, it's going to have to be a, uh, an improvement in the technology, the battery. I mean, there's a lot of things. And I, and I think that that's showing itself up. But you've got to have the environment for these things to be able to grow and mature and become part of the mainstream culture of this country. And I just think that we are a way, not that they can't happen, but we're, a lot of things have got to happen and deteriorate in this country before some of these things could happen. So this was my, this was what I was talking about yesterday, is that could we see the start of real change? It may not be, depending on what, uh, how you, what you believe, it could be good change or bad change, but uh, I think many of the scenarios that I mentioned create the road at a minimum for socialism.
and uh, that really starts to build. If 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 we if we become that or more of that, it creates the opportunity for things to change the way we don't really that uh, we may not really like it. So. As so, what do you you know? What do you do about situations like that? I think I think that you go back to the two verses in Proverbs: a prudent for a prudent person foresees danger and takes precaution, precautions. A simpleton goes blindly on and suffers consequences. I think you got to be ready for for just about anything this year. And uh, as I always say, I'm, 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 I'm wondering a year from now what we're going to look back and go, boy, I didn't see that coming. But I, I do think that there is a ton of change. Whether that change is good, change is bad, it's hard to, uh, definitely hard to say. But it really comes down to being a risk manager. And, and also... You know, don't forget that there is an, the, the element that God is still in control. And, and uh, don't get too wrapped up into what could happen and what doesn't happen. But I think that there's, there's some, some lessons that we can apply to stewardship to being a good risk manager. And one of the problems that I see... Well, two, there's two problems I see with long-term planning. The first one is rarely anybody's doing it. That's, that's, a, <clears throat> that's very problematic. I wish, I wish everybody would, would go through the process just because it's not that big of a deal. It's not that much of a process, and it gets you started on a path that you know that if I do A, B, and C, I'm going to probably get D. There's a high probability but I think what we have to do is on an annual basis and we talk a little bit about this but I want to, to bring you back up as we're talking about change is that there will be you know I'm uh, 57 years old if I look now between age 57 and age 70 I would suspect a lot will have changed in this country by the time I'm 70. You're 13, 14 years away, right? So the job of being a risk manager, the job of being someone who is, who is managing that path, you, there's a, I think that it, it's, it's something that you've really got to stay attuned to and you can't just uh, say, well, I've reached my goal and uh, all I got to do is this, this, and, and I don't need to really think about it, it hardly at all. I think that it, it, in the culture and in what we face today in this country, we've got to stay plugged in and informed. Now, there's there's some things because there's you got to be able to you got to be able to change with what is going on, and they they could change your original set of goals and what you wanted to accomplish. So things like, you know, when we're talking about retirement, things like long-term care, you can definitely plan for that. And, uh, of course, life insurance for death, you can definitely plan for that. But there's, there's a lot of things that, that you 
that if you're not planning for, if you're not staying on the front end of change instead of the back end of change, it can make a big, big difference. And so I hope all that, uh, all that makes sense. But that, that I definitely want to come back around and talk about the why this is a year that we could see great change. Because like I said, I don't think that we're up against just any ordinary, any ordinary uh, election cycle. I think this is gonna be one for the ages. And uh, it could be all wrong. It could, cause I actually, I would have thought we would have already started to see some interesting things occur today. And it's been very quiet. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but it has been very quiet. In fact, it's, it's almost as if there isn't an election cycle going on because, uh, I don't know, it, it's, it's just very, it's very in, muted in the background. But uh, just, uh, just a couple things to think about. This is Bob Brooks. If you got a question for me, please go to the website at prudentmoney.com and send it in because we are all out of time. Till we do meet again next time. Keep the faith and have a great rest of the day. That's all the time we have for today. Questions or comments for Bob or to find out more great information like what you've just heard, visit www.prudentmoney.com. Be sure to join Bob Brooks again for the next edition of Prudent Money.